Welcome to the Weekly Experience Podcast, covering Surrey, Hampshire and Berkshire. The show that brings you all the facts about your local area. We are always looking for new guests to talk to us. So if you'd like to come on to our podcast, email us at weeklyexperience at buzzpodcast.co.uk. So sit back and enjoy the Weekly Experience Podcast. Welcome to the Weekly Experience. I'm Rog. And I'm Jem. And I'm Jack. <gasps> and I'm Jack. Hey. <laughs> it's Hello, good to have Jack. Jack here. Yeah, it's actually weird, isn't it? Because I haven't been on for a little while anyway. Or as they used to say, Jack's always fiddling with the knobs, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> over in the corner. <laughs> I've never said that. That's something you say, Rog. <laughs> I'm not taking onus for that. <laughs> there you go. I just thought I'd add a little bit of humour to it. it. It's, oh, yes. it's not just knobs, there's pads on there too. Knobs and, knobs oh. and pads, oh yes. I'm sure he'll be playing with his pads later, ladies and gentlemen, on this podcast. <laughs> So, hello everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Experience. Yes. It's Rog and Jem and Jack today. Oh yes. Grab yourself a cup of tea, a biscuit and enjoy the podcast. So then, um, your week. What's What's been up? What have you been doing? What's been up this week? Well, um, well oh gosh, what was I doing? Very busy lady. Very, very busy. You are very busy. <laughs> yeah, so didn't you have some shoots um, coming up? Yes, 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 yes. So I had my first test shoot with Mustard Models, which went really, really, really well and got some of the shots back um, earlier on in the week. And yeah, they look really, 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 really good. The shots you got back, because I'm made with um, photographers, they don't actually give you high resolution images. They always give you the poor looking ones. Yeah, yeah. So they're quite decent you got back. Yeah, they're quite good. And I, I obviously understand why it has to be done but i can remember there was about 200 pictures we took of me that day I, and i don't understand if i'm a photographer taking pictures of you you have the high quality images back mm. unless i keep one back for like say if i was promoting something yeah that's unique yeah but rest of that i would i would hand over always done when i've mm. done stuff in the mm. past yeah i think photographers do get very possessive with pictures and you just think at the end of the day it takes two seconds to select files and press send you know yeah. these days with we transfer and stuff like that it takes seconds to send over you know hundreds of of images but um yeah i suppose i just get a bit possessive with it and um for good reason i suppose i mean the lady that we shot with she's trying to get the images posted in an independent magazine okay. which will be really cool so you're on your sample shots for for them to get the portfolio together did they actually pay you for your time no so that was um just a test shoot so it was just sort of time for print then basis. they should give you better images <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true i mean it was my first sort of proper test shoot with them so i was happy with how it went and and they were happy with me so it's just a good sign they'll be putting me in for for more things so hopefully i'll be very 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 did, busy how long did it take you to do those photos i think so we did three or four outfit changes and um tweaks to the makeup sort of in between shots so i think it was about three or four hours in a day which is not too bad um, obviously they had another model there as well so we were alternating between us two um and then because were they paying the spots. makeup artists that's what i don't think so either oh, and right, um okay. so i think you know everyone it, it was more to get credited so you know if the photographer is going to post his images fingers crossed she credits the makeup artist and me and then her and then obviously vice versa if i post it then i credit her and and the um, makeup artist and hair artist which was did you actually take your own clothes 
I took a few bits, but I was presently pleasantly surprised to see a massive rail of clothes when I walked in. It was really, really yeah, cool. You had wardrobe. Ooh, yeah. I'm jealous now. We haven't got a wardrobe. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I, I was taking note. I was taking note. No wardrobe here, but there we go. It's okay. Benjamin, <laughs> we get bigger for more sponsors and um, we'll have a nice wardrobe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suit and boot, me and Rog. That's all right. We can do so that. what do you love about this job? Tell me. About modelling in yeah. general? Um, I just, I, I was someone that was really, really struggling with with confidence and personal appearance and body and face and hair and skin all sorts of things you know a lot of young girls and boys obviously these days um worry about and I just sort of did it to prove everyone wrong really I think I like the idea of um people that bullied me in school one day walking past boots and seeing my face in one of their adverts and that that brings me a lot of joy <laughs> uh, no I'm joking that's not the main motivation the main motivation obviously is the confidence thing and, and how it makes me feel when I'm being shot and the photographer's like yeah love it love it love it I think it's nothing better than not that I need other people's approval but it always helps that I, I did a shot with a lady she chicken had confidence issues and I did a couple of um photographs with her and then I showed her straight away because on the first one they're always uncomfortable yeah so yeah. always the first hour they're uncomfortable getting used to your direction and stuff and I always say to them I'm going to pose you but I want to pose you more natural not like these positions they look because it looks uncomfy yeah and a lot of model photographs they look they look uncomfy that doesn't feel right with them but I give them more creative control because obviously I like that I want mm. their input as well but um yeah I showed some of the images to her and stuff we had a makeup artist in because I did it one evening and um, she wasn't quite sure about the makeup, so just run with it and see how it goes. And I took some pictures, showed it to her, and she goes, wow, I love that. Yeah, yeah. You know. I always find with pictures as well, like the ones I was showing you earlier, when I first received them, I was like, oh, God, I don't really like them. And then you don't look for an hour, and then you look back, and you're like, oh, is that me? Is that me? So it's really nice to be able to because obviously the world of Instagram and stuff like that these days, you are your own self-critic and you do edit the photos how you like it and you put the filter you like on it and you wear the clothes you like. So having that responsibility taken away from you it is a little bit like, oh God, I've had no control in what my eyebrows look like or what the colours of you know clothes I'm wearing, but you have to let go of that control. And I think it makes you appreciate the photos more as a photo than that's my face on the photo, if that makes sense. There's an actual idea, because you're talking about like, because um, obviously the ones you showed us today were very much heavy photoshopped, but done yeah. really nicely though. Yeah. But I think in very much, I um, I like the work come from the make art artist and then do it as natural as possible. Yeah, yeah. With no editing afterwards. Because then in theory, you're saying we're making you look more fantastic because mm -hmm. uh, sometimes when you um, do more photoshop it, it can slim the face down yeah uh, and the definitely. shoulders and it depends how much you do um but then it ruins the makeup because it they make the makeup look 10 times better yeah so really the makeup artist can't really sort of take credit for that because it's all the photoshop it's all edited yeah, so yeah, yeah. unfair so someone misses out on something there mm. well me when me and um tom shoot because i'm very 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 lucky that my boyfriend is handy with a camera so whenever we um are out somewhere or he brings a camera it's always like a little mini photo shoot and i think even same sort of thing he he'll love one image and i'll go that's horrible he's like what how can you say that's horrible and so it's it's just adapting that eye to not critique yourself you critique the whole photo as you know the framing the lighting the background you take it all for what it is and and you do obviously then you know let go of that control so it's really handy for me but um obviously when we shoot it's just me doing my makeup me doing my hair me doing you know the what I'm wearing so 
it really you focus on the image as a whole and then the little mini aspects did you stick to one makeup look it's it's the same yeah. comfortable with but with those images you showed us earlier you've got color you've got wacky different, hair different <laughs> yeah yeah everything's yeah. changed in there and it's i think you should experiment your person yourself your own and do that as a raw picture yeah. and keep the filters off because it's great what you've got yeah definitely i, I like i like the, the raw sides yeah but i i not all myself i never photoshopped it I've had models that I sent them off to and they go, they're fantastic. Then they completely photoshopped it and I come yeah. out and it looks awful, really yeah, yeah. I do, yeah, yeah. I have found that sometimes asking for the raw image and then you are tempted to edit it yourself. And I think you should either just stick to what they've done because that's their vision and that's their photograph and you you know, you can't really change it or one, you just keep it natural. Though, one tip though, mm -hmm. when you get a bit older and the wrinkles cut in, <laughs> then use Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you use the smooth tool. Oh yes, oh yes. No, but there is nothing worse than receiving a picture and it just looks almost just one one dimensional sometimes it's just completely smooth and everything is perfect and you just think that's not what i look like it's, no one looks like that roger do you have these issues not at all <laughs> <laughs> he's just i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> no i understand because you know are you saying about that photo for instance we've had new banners done by call quick for instance mm -hmm. how does that make you feel as a model seeing those pictures oh, out it's there. bizarre it's it's really bizarre you know the the buzz podcast one my face is the first thing you look at i think and not to sound big-headed in any way shape or form but it's the biggest picture on there and i'm right in the middle and you know i can just imagine all the people that walk past the rainbow calf today um looking at our roller banners i can just imagine you know the sort of reactions we would have got um from that so so you like the banners then yeah i think they're really good Really, really good. Because really, really well, when they when they put them up, I wanted to get some Im images on there to show what we've been doing in the past and stuff. Um, and I thought we need some images on it. Can't just be text and website addresses. Yeah, yeah. So I gave them, um, I think, a six on one and four on the other. I picked the best ones out of all the ones we've done, um, and then let them decide how they want to lay it out. And it's always done a good job. Yeah, you know? definitely. So now it gives us more of a platform now because we want to put the two banners now. We're going to create a, a, a much wider banner. So when we do our shows again, come back and do our shows. Then we can put some more stuff on there and current stuff, get more Roger on there as well. Yeah, you know? definitely. Oh, yes, Roger, you need, you need more pictures. <laughs> we need more of you. We don't want to deter people away from working with us and oh, having business relationships. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. No, but uh, I'm conscious, of, you know, that's why I asked you because I'm conscious of how I sound because I'm used to sound. I was going to ask you, actually. You know, you know how so do I come across in interviews? You know, it's always those kind of things that you're asking yourself because, you know, I've been knocked back in the past by certain radio stations, which will be named nameless that they're saying oh no you can't do an interview for toffee for instance but i listen back to some of these interviews some of the light-hearted ones i think are great fun and all that kind of stuff and then some of the serious ones that we do um here at smj media so it's kind of me i'm just i'm always critiquing myself thinking yeah. oh, why did i ask that or why didn't i sound why didn't i ask that question or why didn't i do that so I'm critiquing myself all the time and you would do with your photos. Yeah, which is no, great. I was going to ask you actually, obviously with a radio background, it's just your voice. You haven't got a face to the name really, unless you sort of do the research and find your pages or whatever. So yeah, I was, I, that, that's a really good point actually, that it's not just what you look like, it's what you sound like. And I 
don't really care what I sound like, if that makes sense. So I think some people either really like the sound of my voice or they really don't. And I think, you know, that's the same with everything. Some people really like bright blonde short hair. Some people absolutely hate it. So I think it's, Rog, just don't, don't care. You sound amazing, okay? Oh, thanks. You look lovely too. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks, darling. Well, Thank well, you. I get the opportunity to keep playing this back because when I get to the editing side, I have to roll it through about six times. Oh, I bet it gets really annoying hearing. No, no, because <laughs> I'm, I'm learning from it. So I'm learning from like the way you guys look, the way you like sound and things like that, and obviously what you guys do because yeah. it gives more ideas. Saying right next time, we'll we'll do this because I've got to always up what we do. Yeah, yeah, even on podcast, even on video, we do and how we do things like these classic car show we did so now i've got an hour right, okay we did this now we can take it to this next level so every year we're, we're upping what we're doing you know and hopefully no one will be able to follow what we do our style because we're just constantly changing yeah constantly i'm constant adapting. now uh, due to image due to doing the videos and envision things i'm conscious of how i look now totally so i'm going through my wardrobe going i wonder if that look all right on camera I'm going to my house, mate. What do you think of the shirt? Is it okay? I'm going to go around the charity shops in the next couple of weeks and get some new shirts. Oh, I'll come with you if you want. Yes. You can go charity shopping. That's a video in itself. Yeah. You... Find Rog a new wardrobe. Well, we, we can actually, I could actually follow you two around, see? That'd be cool. That'd be good. That'd be you, really you, good. You get yourself something and I'll get myself mm-hmm. something. Yes. Oh, don't worry. I will. <laughs> I will find something to buy. Don't worry. How about Roger styling you and you styling Roger? Oh, that's an idea. Mm. I, I'd watch that. Yeah, it's brilliant. So, so yeah, I'm just cautious of how I look now. Totally. It is quite weird. It's something you've probably never really considered. No, not at you all. You could have gone to work in your pyjamas before, you know. No one I mean, like I said to you in the beginning, <laughs> when I came along to join you guys uh, as part of the team, um, I was always used to having a little square box in that square box. I could be in my pyjamas. I could be in my underpants doing a radio show. And you would be none... The, the wiser, basically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could see a sketch now just on video with his pajamas <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, yeah, I'm just very cautious of it now. Yeah. Oh, you look fabulous, darling. I wouldn't worry. You know, and obviously, I'm, you know, I'm coming up to 50 next year. Don't look at I can't believe that. No. And, you know, so I'm conscious of how my hair looks and stuff like that because, you know, I got the silver look at the side of my silver hair. Silver fucks. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just very cautious of it nowadays. Well, who's that? Philip Schofield, wasn't he? He went grey and silver very, very young age. So it's, it's a new trend, new fashion. This is the life of presenting, I think. Just makes you go grey. It's all the stress <laughs> of talking. <laughs> it gets to you. Oh, right. So, make me jealous. Car show. Oh, okay. What did I miss? Lots. Lots and lots This was Victoria Beebe. This one she sang here, isn't she it? She is bloody brilliant, isn't yeah. she? She's so good. Yeah. So we, we had her singing seven songs because um, we couldn't get the, the, her equipment talking properly. So she ended up doing, I think, not all the seven songs. Right. We, I think she did seven in the I end. I think she did eight, yeah. seven, yeah. But she changed a couple that weren't actually on the pad. So I think one of them was uh, a new one for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still worked out amazing in the end. Yeah, so yeah. It's still really good. But, uh, lots of rain. <laughs> did yeah, it just, rain? Just, oh, yeah, just before, well... I say that when we just started the show, uh, because we were about an hour late starting, because we were going to start at 12 o'clock, Jack had a few technical problems, uh, issues with cameras, etc., because we were going to do a lot of the filming around by the car. So we do apologise if you're listening to this and you did see our feed that you didn't see any of the cars 
there at the car show. It was due to the technical difficulties of getting a camera over there because oh, we only ended up with two cameras in the end. Yeah, yeah. So that's a shame. Yeah. yeah, and I think there's a because of the software we use is li- is limited to keeping cameras closer rather than going right. So it's way. a distance. So thing. we will we will have to up our gear a little bit later on to get a more powerful link. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, it's just so, yeah. you know when we do it again, it'll be ten times better. Well, that's a good thing we're doing. We're, we're experimenting with stuff. See if it will work. If it doesn't work, we will drop it and then carry on. Yeah, yeah. So we're always constantly evolving. So now I know for the next one we do, how we're going to do that that one with the current software we have. But by that time, it could be a year away that things change and redevelop. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. So for the listeners and for me, what was your two's favourite car that was present? Mini. There's quite a lot of them. There was quite a lot of cars. There was yeah. the American cars as well as some of the English cars there as well. Mm. Uh, that Morris Minor, in, uh, incredible. How, how old was that chap? I can't remember how old he was. He was quite youngish, wasn't he? It was a tall one. Yeah. I, the, had, to, the, I had to move the camera up because he's that tall. <laughs> <laughs> camera. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, because he's really tall. And obviously you're thinking, he wouldn't fit in that many, would he? Mm. Could, could you see yourself in a Morris Minor? Do you know what a Morris Minor is? Morris Minor. No, I don't think so. Because uh, I think it was from 1967, I think. It's had two owners, this oh, car, wow. from 1967. And if I remember rightly, he bought it in 2014 from this person. Yeah. It'd been in the garage for years wow. and it's only done 80,000 miles on the clock. Oh, that's insane. Really huh? insane. So he was a lovely chap because on the back seat, Jem, he had loads of teddy bears. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. It was quite hard to do the interviews because they were like rare in their engines and yeah, a lot of noise. Yeah, yeah, there was a, it was good atmosphere. Yeah, oh, that's good. As long as you know everyone present had a good day. Well, halfway, then... I think halfway through one of the interviews, um, you, you guys were just slightly out the tents because of the camera angles, and it started raining on the back. So we had to finish that interview before we could move them forward. Yeah, yeah. So stay professional. You know? We've had experience of working in the rain, haven't we, Raj? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that <laughs> was that was last week as well. That was we, last week when we did um, in Camberley. Uh, where we were talking about the £10 deal, which is only got a week left, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. So we're taking advantage of that on Wednesday, I believe, me uh, and the family. Okay. Don't know where we're going yet, but right. I've I've ordered us that we're going out for a meal. Let me know and I'll come along. Basically. Yeah, everyone's welcome. <laughs> Everyone come down. <laughs> so one more week of that, and then it's back to normal restaurants, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. That means all the restaurants will yeah, be I empty. reckon there'll be some sort of other deal that will come along. I have that I've, in my water. I've heard some businesses saying things are changing in September, so there's another big change coming. Oh, really? So I think more things are opening up. Oh. Uh-huh. Very I know, interesting. I know the I think the not going to be anything until next year. That's really sad, yeah. isn't it? And and gigs and festivals and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really, really sad. But ah, no, some theatres actually are now operating. I watched, saw it somewhere. It was Yeah, it was an interview with PG. Uh-huh. And one of the theatre companies in Guildford, Shakespeare Theatre Company. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a social distancing ones where the set moves yeah. from uh, one place in Guildford, then, then the castle, then somewhere else. Um, and they're keeping the actors so they have their own props so they're not swapped around. Cool. And everything's wiped down afterwards. So their scripts, they have to learn. So it's not actually paper around. So people don't pick things up and it's the wrong script. Yeah, you know? yeah. Trying to keep everything. So they've really gone to detail on this. You have to watch the video. Uh, I think it was published on linkedin at the moment um and now we're literally going to do like a 15 minute in one section then the whole um i think you're going to limit about 30 people to watch right. that, including the actors then they move to another section and then Ooh. then another section and then they'll repeat that each day and so they can sell tickets is that um shakespeare school festival 
no, I think it's Guildford Shakespeare Company. Ah, different yeah. one. I've got it right. If not, I'll put it in the description below. Anyway. Yeah, I yeah. Do, I, I, the only reason I mention is I dabbled in Shakespeare School Festival oh, while I was at school. Yes, you I never told did. us. Oh, yes. I, play, I actually played the main witch in Macbeth. <laughs> I had the first line of the entire show. Imagine me <laughs> being a little witch. Well, I don't know why. Uh, it still baffles me to this day. You have got a face for a witch, darling. Oh, no, no, but get this right. So uh, still to this day, I can't make sense of it why you'd make, you know, 14, 15-year-old girls pretend to be ladies of the night, as they were coined. Yes, yeah, so we My tried word. to... Yeah, we tried to modernise Macbeth and basically, yeah, ladies of the night instead of witches. And I think... Do you, you remember sure? a line from this? Uh, double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. Oh, that's mm-hmm. all right, man. Yeah. I do remember. It's an idea there. Do, I remember, actually. We, our, we came we on stage. We do our own banto. What do you reckon, yeah. Jack? Yeah, that's Could do good. it. We came on stage and I had this like cape thing on and some big chunky boots, obviously, in, in the character. And we had to do this sort of like... Big chunky boots, like 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 biker boots? Sort of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and the cape was almost lacy. <laughs> no, get this right. So we did this choreographed bit at the beginning. And um, obviously I had the first line of the whole thing. And my cape got snagged underneath my shoe. So I was actually like limping around on the stage. And honestly, I could have I could have walked off and, you know, not done the whole thing and just left everyone there. You're going to diva stuff, darling. Going, I, ne- no, no, I nearly, I nearly, yeah, sacked it all in and, and went home. But no, I'm joking. <laughs> it was that that split second. I was like, what what am I going to do? I'm literally stuck. And I have to say the first line of the whole thing. I can't I can't mess this up. So I just sort of lent, nailed down and made it look as if I was doing something purposeful and was just basically yanking my cape off of my boot and then the show went on as they say was it um madonna or was that um the other lady that's she it, fell she fell was it madonna yeah madonna did yeah off the stage but she still made it very naturally oh yes know. yes 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 Recover. oh there you go i I'm had a madonna moment it's fine and um, with superheroes they shouldn't wear in capes because there's another scene in a cartoon where they talk about capes getting stuck in the incredible jet planes and that's the one there you go i was trying to remember it now edna <laughs> my experience of being on a stage was once at the Lowestoft marina when they said oh come in uh, uh, host a variety show for an evening thinking yeah that'd be great I'll, That's do, that, yeah. I'll do that got there to that night and I was like oh my word how many is in the audience because you can't see the audience oh yeah when they say that it's so true because you've got all the big bright lights directly on top of you and I obviously knew there was I even think the mayor of Camberley was there watching um, at that point I don't know if he's still the same mayor but yeah you know there's just a couple thousand people there because it was at Camberley Theatre Okay. That we performed it. So it was quite big. And I think. What year was that? Oh, gosh. Um, I would have been last year of my school, which was year 11. So that would have been five or six years ago now. Okay. Oh, that's so we, scary. We've covered quite a few <laughs> pantos for um, Comedy Theatre. Yeah. Yeah, it was I'd a really good experience. A variety show, you know. Yeah. And Most of the variety show. You and do. me on stage. Oh, yeah. Introduce people. We could be Holly and oh. Phil. I've said this. Yeah, We're Ant and Deck, Holly and Phil, yeah. you know. You might get an opportunity over in Farnborough for that one for next year. Ooh. If they bring it back. Oh, so, They yeah. do one in Farnborough. No, they do music in the park, but they do it on the year that the, the air show is not, not on. So ah, they, they, yeah. yeah. So they, they balance it around. And there was talks last time talking about having our presenters on stage doing, doing a little bit. Oh, awesome. So they'll come back because that's part of the Farnborough Net side. You can get your jokes out, Rog. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> we check out an earlier podcast, ladies and gentlemen, there's me doing some jokes. Oh, yes. 
Not very good jokes, but you know, they were fine. It's all right. We had the canned laughter to support you. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that in front of a live audience. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, well, we had great donuts. Oh, yeah. Donuts oh, yes. yesterday. Tell me about these donuts. Thank you, Nellie's. That's mm-hmm. it, Nelly's Donuts. I loved it. The best bit of that, the, the, the donut challenge. Did you see that on the, the video? I think so. You had to not lick your lips. Yeah. Yeah. I and love Jenny trying to do with, that. Um, I fail every time. Without her licking her lips. <laughs> I was recording it. I was thinking, <laughs> yeah. away for it, salivating you know? looking at them oh, she cheated <laughs> oh, she no. cheated okay. yes you watch it again jack she cheated okay. she'll be listening back. back to this go mm. yeah perhaps <laughs> maybe i did, I cheat did. maybe bit. i did <laughs> well we're, we're gonna do some new challenges on coming up on the show when we do some more video so i've got some good challenges for you guys to try Ooh, out oh exciting one with an egg and a cup egg and um, a cup egg and a cup yep that's trending quite well on youtube i've <laughs> some ideas in there um, so you two can come up with a challenge idea. We can challenge each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you reminded me of um, last Sunday. We were all at my nan's house. Um, it was the 10th anniversary of my granddad's passing. And we get together every year. And we usually do the horse, we usually go to horse races because my granddad was a massive horse racing fan. But obviously nothing was on this year. So we made our own. <laughs> um, we were on the William Hill app betting because um, obviously we couldn't walk down to the shops or whatever um so we did all that and then my nan bless her soul she put together loads of activities so egg and spoon race pin the tail on the donkey we had a pinata thing it was brilliant and yeah just reminded me of that just more. your grand sounds awesome oh she is she's a lovely lady she's brilliant i remember I did my a, favorite I did a job quite a few years ago probably about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago um we had a, a customer that was a betting company um, so people would phone them up and make bets. Yeah. So in their office, it looked like a normal office, rows and rows of table of all the, all the guys there taking their phone calls and the bets. And they had this special Sky um, software installed that allows them to see all the betting channels and everything they need to do, the horse races, the dogs, everything was on yeah, there yeah. for them. So this guy, the guy will phone up and one particular guy was actually talking his machine out. So the guy next to him was had this call coming and he was going, guys just put four grand down on this on this bet. Um, and then he's watched it and the guy's lost it. So within literally no 30 way. seconds of pacing the bet, the guy's lost it. So that's like four grand. Oh, so that, that's insane. So these people really, you get, they get a lot of 10 pound ones, but then you get something really extraordinary, like just throwing money yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. More money yeah. than sense, I think. Yeah. I've never been into a betting shop. I've never walked into one. No. I've, I've just been to the little booths at like Ascot and stuff like that. No, I know. I've never done that either. I don't understand odds. I just like pick the name I like and go for that. <laughs> it is, it is luck, isn't it? Just, that sounds good. We'll go that far. Yeah. Well, my my cousins they had they found a website where all the experts predicted each race, and they were obviously listening to what the experts said. And but between them, they won about three hundred quid. So they did really, really well. But yeah, me and Tom were just picking the names of the horses we liked or the colours of the jockey uniform we liked. And yeah, so we didn't win very much. Talking talk about betting, there must be a lot of betting shops that are really struggling because they rely on the horse races, the dogs and things like mm. that as well. And a lot of them are stopped. What are they doing to sort of change around? It'd be interesting to get somebody on talk on the betting side. Oh, yes. So if you're listening, come forward, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. want to talk. Show yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're probably doing bets on YouTube channels now, you know. <laughs> it's going to do certain things, challenges. I didn't know you could do a bet for nearly anything. Yeah. That you could bet that, I don't know, a streaker will run onto a certain match during a football game or something. And you can bet on that. putting that one out there then? No, it was just the first thing that came into my head. Oh, but that's, that's, I didn't know you could do, yeah, you can yeah. bet for anything. Or like, I don't know, the royal wedding, you could bet that someone will sneeze 30 seconds in or something. I don't know, I'm talking out my butt now. But mm. apparently you can bet on anything. And if, yeah, 
Yeah. Depends okay. how desperate you go. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something bizarre now that I can get a bet on. That's probably why we've got a lot of streakers. They're paid to do that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So what do they charge for it? Give me a grand and I'll run across the football field and get arrested for it. You know? it's I ain't doing it for you. I ain't doing it for you. Don't expect me to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't oh. want to see my tackle running across a rugby pitch. Let me tell you that. I don't tell. Going back years ago, we had a bet with one of our guides that used to live with us in a shared house and to bet him to run across the street naked. So he just had his shoes on, running, and uh, everyone was flapping about, and he was like hard to run. He's almost tripping over. Oh my gosh! I mean, for guys, you know, if it's there, it's hard to run. <laughs> did pretty well, he did. You know, it was sort of sight though. <laughs> Can't say I relate to that one, but yes, I can understand that it's um not not the easiest. And don't teach anybody to drive. That's a big experience for me as well. It's this girl's, and um, she came. She was one of the girls, uh, one of the guys' friends. And um, tall Dave, we called him, said, um, can you go and move my car for me? So he handed the keys over to her and she, and she said to me, can you can you come with me and, and just be in the car? So I thought, okay, well, okay maybe, maybe it's a bit not... I mean, I find driving someone else's car a bit weird. You mm. know, so I don't want to scratch it, you know, or break it. So maybe I thought I thought she was like that. She got in the car, she's turned it on, started the car up. She said, I don't know how to drive. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I thought I'd talk her through, put it into reverse, clutch up shot across the road so i'm <gasps> shooting out the driveway and right out the driveway you got the road bit then you've got this green verge so it goes really far and by the time i jump between her feet so i actually pulled the handbrake up so first thing to do handbrake up she's like frozen foot solid on the throttle so i dive between their um legs and get her legs off and then hit the brake Jeez. when i hit the brake we came to a stop i thought i didn't feel anything like massive bump and was like that away from the, the <gasps> cross the road neck of this garden I was like panic. I got out of the car and I moved the car and I thought, no way, I'm not even going to do that. Anymore. I'm not you know? doing it, yeah. no. Oh, no. I, should, I should have stopped when she said that, I don't know how to drive. <laughs> yeah, I'm very cautious about it. If somebody said to me, oh, can you move my car for me? No. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I'd sit in the car and think, oh no, what have I done? Mm. My mum let me do it actually for the first time. I don't, well, she just never let me. I'm, you're not insured, so you can't move it. But she let me do it the other day. And it, her car is so much higher up than mine. It's so weird. You feel almost like you're floating in a big old car. Because obviously mine's tiny and close to the floor. So yeah, it was quite weird to do that. Well, that was an interesting thing actually, talking about cars. Because we, the couple of them on the car show was actually talking about where electric cars are coming more. Mm. I mean, I see more and more around them. Vauxhall's now selling their electric car 200 miles on the clocks now so i've got reasonable mileage i mean going to a to b from work that will cover the whole week one charge you've got your week covered um and then obviously i think very soon when we get so many cars on the roads they will put sounds on them because we are naturally look for that sound for crossing the road with mm. at the moment it's very much they are silent and there's i've seen so many cars now i mean probably every 10 cars go past probably three of them on average is electric car maybe one of you might know i've always wondered this with the electric car um in general obviously with um petrol cars you need to pay for your petrol but when you charge up your electric car say for example if you park at sainsbury's and they've got a electric charge point do you pay for that the same as if you pay yeah, for you petrol? Do. so like for instance in cambly yeah. in the main square you got you got, i think you got about three charging yeah bays. down the bottom so yeah. your parking is paid on top of that well we part of that anyway so i think it's like free parking but you're charging they're also making money from the electric board. Yeah, yeah. So when you get an electric car, you register an app. So wherever you go, you just bring the app up, do do what you need to do, and you just start charging, and it does the rest for you. Oh wow! Now, if you if you're lucky enough to own a Tesla car and you charge <laughs> so far, don't get me. I think last time I looked at this was last year. 
But if you're a Tesla car and you're charging on a Tesla charging point, which is always fast charging, it's free. Oh, wow. So I don't know whether that's still the case. Because I know there was a very much thing with Tesla cars. They have data and they used to be unlimited data. So you have internet access and things like that. Now they restrict it to 50 gig and you pay extra. So I don't know where those yeah. now charge. Because is it getting um, quicker to charge a car now? Yes, yeah. Old Elon used so, so for an hour, for an <laughs> hour charge or I think, so, I think it's between 30 and 40 minutes will get you an extra 100 miles on your clock. That's um, not too bad. And a lot of parking now are, are expanding the bays for charging. Mm, mm. Yeah, because I've noticed, um, I'll give my little plug to Basingstoke Net. Oh, uh, yes. That's uh, in Basingstoke. There was a little uh, charging point somewhere. I can't remember the name. Near Glebe Gardens, for instance, there's a little point there where you can charge up your car there. So that'd be interesting to see how it develops. It could be an interesting feature that we could do here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, the, on the sites. So if anybody out there is um, a dealership and got electric cars, I'd love to do a review, talk about mm-hmm. it. Definitely. As well. Yeah, yeah. Because I know when you buy a car now, they try and say, do you work? Where do you work? And they try and encourage the companies to have the electric points installed there as well. Because uh, I remember looking at it before, someone was saying, when you buy a car, you can have it installed at your business in the bay. So you can charge. Because I'd like oh, to, wow. you know, I'm not trying to put the, the, the question out there, but it would be nice to possibly do a test drive in one of these oh, electric cars to see what it's like and see what the difference is. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, the the idea of an automatic car still baffles me a little bit. So an electric car is just something else. Yeah, really. but some electric cars still has gears. So it's like driving a car. Yeah, but it's oh, that's cool. That bit baffles me, I think. <laughs> electric, it's just, it's like a good car, isn't it? Start and stop, is it? Mm-hmm. But no, you still drive with gears. Because um, there's a company in Wales, they convert your old car so if you've got an old classic porsche um i've seen it on their uh, youtube channel where they've converted it and it still had gears so uh, yeah that is cool that's my dream a really 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 old car so if you've got like a spare the movies. i think it's 10 grand right you can convert any car to electric and then is that all 10 grand about 10 grand yeah because oh, yeah. electric motors are very cheap <laughs> go for it now yeah. <laughs> so a motor probably about the size of i'm sort of showing you but telling people what we can do a very small bike wheel a toaster yeah or to, yeah size of a toaster <laughs> so most of that big is powerful enough to run a mini and get you up to like 70 mile an hour damn that's and cool you, and electric cars normally have two motors and it, and if you buy a really nice one you can get get four of them i like how we've sort of kept on theme of cars but we're just <laughs> trying to, yeah. <laughs> to get the duracell bunny after chasing the car afterwards to keep up with you that's it can you imagine how you get an electric car and you've got to put duracells in it that, yeah oh that'd, be, oh that'd be funny that'd be millions in there yeah Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. So the car show was quite successful, we did. Yeah, back onto the car <laughs> show. <laughs> Donuts, cars, and lots of laughter and rain. There was lots in there Yeah, for everyone. Definitely. And fingers crossed, something else may be happening real soon. Yes, lots of stuff in the right. works. Lots but, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've got lots of ideas. We can... I will be attending this one. <laughs> I um, You didn't say why you didn't come along. I avoided that, yes, because I didn't want to tell the audience that I food poisoned myself. Because mm-hmm. it's a little bit embarrassing. Well, my theory is I food poisoned myself because there was nothing else it could have been. Um, but no one else was ill. I've been going around the bins again, scrounging oh, food, have you? Oh, no. <laughs> if you hard up, I've always got food in my cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> Come round to meal. No, but I made a really nice meal, I did. It was, I, I, I'm just going to say it's food poisoning because that's just the easiest answer to give, but it what might not be. she's not, not telling you is no one else in the family is ill. No, 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 no. I was just about to say that, which is strange because no one else was ill, but maybe I just had a dodgy bit of chicken. That's okay, but... Oh, it's a chicken. So, yeah, uh, that, if that not cook right, that, yeah. it raw when you had it. 
<laughs> I tried to make it not raw. <laughs> was it pink? Uh, no, I what I was do- so basically what I was doing. I was making um, satay, chicken satay um, wraps. How, how do you make your satay? I homemade the sauce, bit of peanut butter, bit yeah. of soy sauce, bit of lime, zest of lime and lime juice, and oh. then a little bit of something else that I can't remember. Um, slipped my mind. I can see it. But it, yeah. could, it could be the sauce. It could have been the sauce. I could be secretly allergic to peanuts and not know it. I was going to say that, yeah, because I've but, got a um, friend who uh, gets an allergic reaction to peanuts. Yeah, yeah. But I can eat any, well, I suppose a peanut and an almond is completely different, but I suppose nut allergies are, you know, general, right? If no, you're allergic thought, to one nut, you're allergic. this angle? No, not really. And I've sparked something in my head. Maybe I'm allergic to peanuts. Well, I don't know, because I'm, I'm going through well, now when before. I have too oily stuff. It's an upset stomach. Um, too much right. dairy is now giving an upset stomach. Um, I normally eat chicken. So sometimes I eat chicken. It's fine. Other times it goes through me. So uh, <laughs> things are changing. You know? That's the thing. Can you develop an allergy? Yeah. You can? Yeah. Mm. Oh, maybe yes. it's like soy sauce or something because I never have next soy week's sauce. edition, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll find <laughs> out what Jen's this. allergic to. <laughs> well, if you made the sauce quite um, rich, because I find rich stuff. Yeah, it stomachs. was quite. Yeah. It tasted really, really, really good, though. Can I just say I'm a really good cook? Because you can't, so. you can't, you can't over chick. Well, you can overcook chicken if you forget you got it on, but um, you can't. Wait, well, is it? Once you cook chicken, chicken cooks quite well, doesn't it? The problem is I tried to bread it myself. So instead of buying breaded chicken, I was stubborn. And I was like, no, I'm going to home make everything. And um, as soon as I put the, um, put it all on, the bread, the breadedness started burning. So then obviously you had the burnt bit at the top. So I was just cutting bits in half just to try and see if it was still pink or not. But the bits I cut in half weren't pink, just for the record. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> kill everyone, all right? We're all fine. And I'm allergic to soy sauce I or so peanuts. I so want a cookery <laughs> channel, Jack. Can we sort this? Oh, yeah, because we've, we've got AJ. Cooking with Jen. AJ, who's also um, a chef. Yeah. Because he's really funny. That'd be great for you guys and AJ. I'd love to do a cookery channel. And we've got access to... You know what? Oh. It would be like, do you remember, what's his name? Gino. Gino De Campo. Yeah. When Gino De Campo. Yeah. No, that's what AJ reminds me yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. He, he would be have like that, that star, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we need to sort this. So, we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> speak to um, uh, um, Living in Vogue. Yeah. Because they they like, like us to do something like that as well. Yeah. So we get AJ to pair stuff and we get it down there and we can do like a little kicking show. That sounds good. See, the sparks See, are flying. Had, if, we had a, if we had an audience as well, one of us could take it and turns to go out into the audience and ask questions. Yeah, we can invite people down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Perhaps yeah. we could find out how to make peanut satay. Oh, it's really good. I've, kept, I've, I've favorited the recipe on my phone. That's when you know it's good. Do you make recipes out of your head, though? Uh, to be fair, that one. So the recipe I had wasn't for breaded chicken, but I just thought it would go better. So I just sort of changed it. But so what did you serve this with? Salad that yeah. I prepared myself. Mm-hmm. I got a whole iceberg lettuce and I was like, what the hell do I do with this? Well, you- <laughs> so I was just peeling off layers of it and just chopping it up. That sounds a worm in the salad. <laughs> Have you thought it could have been the salad? No, I checked the salad and I washed it all myself. So. Was, was, was your partner there sampling the food? Yes, and he so- took it He took it for lunch the next day as well oh, okay. to work, see? So I think I'm allergic to something. That's what we'll, we'll say. I think this is gonna Tom, t- how are you feeling, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> this is where he is locked in the it, basement. It, it, it sounds like she's nesting. <laughs> yes. 
cooking. I'm, I'm just trying to prove that I can <laughs> for the future. You're putting yourself in that wife position already. Oh, yes. Well, he, he should impress watch this space, as they say. <laughs> he should impress you for cooking. <laughs> oh, no, in my defence. So, I mean, I wouldn't have done it before, but he is really, really, really good at cooking. And he's got about 10 recipes that he knows off by heart and he can make really really well and he's made me put my big girl pants on and eat lots of onions and lots of uh different herbs and different veg and stuff that i wouldn't usually eat but you know when you feel like you have to eat it because someone's prepared it for you halfly that but halfly i did really 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 enjoy everything he's he's made so far he made like a stir fry the other day it was amazing he made eggs benedict saturday morning which was mm, mm, mm. you're getting spoiled aren't you i am spoiled rotten <laughs> when i spoke to aj there is a specialized chef that just deals in eggs because i don't realize you can cook eggs in so many different ways oh yeah yeah mm-hmm yeah. So that'd be a good subject as well. We've, oh, got, we've yeah. got to do some cooking stuff. That'd be really good. That'd yeah. be good. I like the sound of cooking because there's food afterwards. Oh, yes. Yeah. And we've got to get some more food reviews in for restaurants around local. Yes. Day as well. So Anybody? if you are a restaurant or a pub nearby, ladies and gentlemen, please do feel free to get in touch with us. Oh, We'd yes. love to come down. Oh, I can confirm, just a little spoiler, the cabin on the A30, their halloumi and sweet chilli sauce they do is unbelievable. And did So you, good. And did you know they do a selection of cheeses? Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. Oh. So if the cabin's listening, get us down there. Get us down there. We'll oh. do some video, we'll do some testing, and we'll do That reminds me of my drinks. friend the other day, actually. <laughs> I know we're going on and on here. Uh, but the cheese, uh, she bought this um, kind of chutney. It was this garlic chutney. Are you a big Ooh. fan of garlic? Yeah. Like it a bit of garlic. Lovely. It was lovely from Redfield's um, Garden Centre. Ah, I know Redfield. So, yeah, she bought one of those. She bought it back. We've only got half a pot left. <laughs> it's lovely lovely stuff yeah. lovely it is lovely she's bottling up you know <laughs> so brilliant what's, what's your favourite food then Roger uh, Chinese 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 is a good one we had a really good Chinese the other night as well actually I tell you I did go when I was doing the radio show for instance we um, went to this restaurant um, in Basingstoke uh, the Dragon Palace and we uh, we were invited there uh, for a workplace takeover as I was doing on the radio and uh, we managed to get up into the kitchen so we were interviewing the chef there you heard all this you could smell it all I know you can't smell things on the radio for instance but the smell there and the sounds and the noise oh, I just love to do it all again sort of thing so if there's an opportunity to go to a Chinese restaurant and do something there I'd be there straight away I'd be straight away in front of the queue sort of thing to do those kind of things because i love how food and how quick and easy it is to be done with chinese food and healthy and nu- nutritious yeah so what's your favorite like food then? my favorite food um anything with a lot of cheese on it is good good for pizza. me <laughs> pizza yeah i gotta love pizza but i found recently i'm um <sighs> Not having it as much because you know when you eat something so much and you end up not liking it because you've eaten it so much. I haven't got to that stage yet. If anyone offers me a pizza, I'm eating it, but I'm a little bit conscious that I'll get to that stage and then I won't, and then I'll just be eating like onions all the time because you know that's my newfound thing is eating big red onions and just for FYI, well, you I never touched every a red pizza onion. you'll have now, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and every like. <laughs> 
you know in my house it's there's a lot of uh freezer stuff and <laughs> but um obviously it's just easier and uh, yeah, there's no denying that it's easier and you know a lot of the time it is the same as having fresh but to go back to tom to drop his name in it again everything he's made has been completely fresh and just you can taste the difference and you can yeah and you appreciate it more i think that's uh, the love that's pulled into it uh, what it is <laughs> What about you, Jack? make me blush. I, I like a good lasagna. Oh. Uh, I made that the other night for my housemate and me. Really nice. I like lasagna. Good shepherd's pie as well. I like the shepherd's pie, cottage pie. I like well, that you much. like the oh, old traditional foods? I don't know. I think they're just... just Comfort nice. foods. Yeah, I suppose so. But I used to have a thing with layered food. <laughs> I never... never. I, I would never... If you asked me a year ago, I would never eat a shepherd's pie or I'd never eat a lasagna because I don't know why I had such a hang-up with food that was layered because if you stripped it all out i like mince i like potato i like carrots and whatever but if you put it all together and served it like that i would wouldn't touch it really strange i know it's strange but just a little I think, fact about uh, me <laughs> i think what you do as um as you're younger as you get older and older you appreciate food more and the effort that goes into it plus also you want to just try more things you see something on a plate and you go, oh, no, I don't want that. But as you were saying, it, you're, you're only sampling the food separately, but when you combine foods, it combines oh, the flavours. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I like lasagna because it's combining the tastes. Sometimes I have some really weird things when I eat a sandwich. Um, I have a thing like, I fancy like cheese, I fancy like um, ham as well. Ham and cheese sounds good. Um, I want it a bit crunchy, so I put some crisps in it. Oh, crisp sandwiches. <laughs> oh, blah, blah, blah. You really know how to look after yourself, Jack, don't you? <laughs> yeah. And the other day, I think it's. Um, I, there was a donut on there. I like donut. I actually put a donut in my cheese ham sandwich. No way. Yeah. Oh my God. Because cool. <laughs> <laughs> who would have brilliant. thought years and years ago that we'd be having peanuts with chicken? Well, yeah. That, um, I'm, I'm not really a big fan of peanut, but yeah, that combined with everything, it was, oh, it was so good. Mm. I'll make it and I'll bring it for us for lunch one day, shall I? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. We'll do that as a vi- video review of Gem's cooking. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. We all make something. Because on camera, when you're biting into it, if it's no bringing your ham it, and cheese, you can't hide that. Oh yeah, I know from bite. being boozled. I know you can't hide when something tastes bad. <laughs> well, I've got some really nice um, challenges coming up that will get that sort of look going again. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. So sounds fantastic. good. How long have we waffled on for? We have waffled on about forty-five minutes. Shut up. No, forty-five minutes. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Well, if you've listened this far, you must be a veteran fan of us. So thank you very mm. much. And obviously, if you logged off after 10 minutes, you won't hear this. But um, we'll kind of come find you and um, give you what for. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to listen to us. You have to listen to the whole 45 minutes. No, I'm joking. No, but if you did make it this far, thanks for entertaining our, us. Yeah. And I hope we entertained you. Exactly. Oh yes, that's yeah. what it's all about, and having a bit of laugh. Get to know us a bit more better. Exactly, yeah. exactly that. Well, yeah, you've got to be personable, I think. You can't just be a little robot. Mm-hmm. And any restaurants out there, they know what we like now. Oh, certainly. <laughs> yes, any any restaurants within the local area, yeah, please do I contact us. I don't know us. of any Chinese around here, so please tell me a good recommendation for a good Chinese around company. Yeah, because I'm looking for a good Chinese, because the one I liked, um, which is on the Frimley Roads, because I only go for... Um, it's a beef curry, egg fried rice, and sweet and sour pork balls. Oh. Love it. Ooh. But recently, their pork balls really sound like they've cooked them ages and then recooked them again. Have you ever been to um, Thai Terrace in Guildford? Nope. 
That's really good. You're taking it's, us? Oh, that's on top of the car park. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, it's amazing. And the views, obviously, that sells itself, really. You can see the whole of, the whole of Surrey, really. Where are we going? There. Yeah, that's top of, top of the castle car park. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, and the food is to die for. You should get a nice amazing. view of the castle as well. Mm. I'm off then. Let's go. Well, I'm going to send an email to him, see if we can get over there and do a video and have some fun with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Sounds good. Cool. Well, I suppose we'll leave it there, I guess. Definitely. Mm, maybe. Thank yeah. you. So any last minute tips? Any last minute? Um, or end of day thoughts? End of day thoughts. End of day thoughts. Um, go on, Roger, you go. I'm okay. Trying to think. Well, I'm trying to build up <laughs> Basingstoke Net at the moment. So oh, yes. if you are in around Basingstoke region, for instance, if you're a local business or a person that puts on events for Basingstoke, usually anyone from any of the shops in around Festival Place, for instance, please do feel free to get in touch with us. Yes. All the details can be found on our websites. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think I'll leave my little bit there. So, yeah. And yeah, as SMJ Media Group, we're all about supporting the local independents. So if you feel you have a story to tell or a tale to tell about lockdown, COVID, or you don't want to talk about any of that at all and you just want to come have a chat about something else, then get in contact with us because we want to hear all of your amazing stories. And I think the last thought is we get a lot of business uh, on here talking about their lives and COVID, like COVID, all that COVID stuff. Um, we get lots of healthy life stuff, but we like to general public now be more involved as well. Yeah, 100%. So, again, story to tell. Um, tell us about your lockdown. Uh, if there's a subject you want to talk about and passionate about, get in touch with us. Uh, and then we'll get you on the podcast. Amazing. Yeah. Thank All you, right. guys. Thanks, thanks. guys. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Weekly Experience. For more episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google and Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcast.co.uk.